Welcome back. This is episode two of the Project Life Design podcast. Um, today we're talking about the Great Resignation, um, or as it's otherwise known as um, also the tsunami turnover or the turnover tsunami. Um, some people are calling it the Great Reshuffle, uh, and some people are just saying, take this job and shove it. Um, so November recently, uh, the numbers came out, or I guess the numbers for November came out recently um, as far as employment in the United States goes. Um, and 4.5 million Americans left their job in the month of November, which is crazy. It's, it was, the I think, the highest in a number of decades. Uh, and while the holidays may have slowed down um, that turnover rate just a little bit, um, with employees staying at jobs for other reasons like in some income security or holding out for year-end bonuses, uh, etc. We're wondering, will it level off or continue to increase into the new year? topic um mm -hmm. so welcome to project life design a podcast about getting inspired trying things talking to people and developing a community for your best life we are adri clark and justin sunata from service learning and career development at western oregon university in wonderful monmouth oregon also known as the slcd that's right <laughs> Yeah, I think it's been it's been interesting, right, to see what's been going on. I mean, you log into LinkedIn and you just constantly are hearing about the turnover and the great resignation and the great reshuffle and how all these people are leaving their jobs. But I think the for me, the most entertaining part of it all is just hearing the different terms that people are coming up with, like the turnover tsunami and yeah. um, the great reshuffle. I recently heard on a on a podcast or, or a webinar um term covid clarity yes i, lo I love it. that and and we'll actually talk a little bit about that later because it, it's a thing you know mm -hmm. people are really uh kind of reflecting and figuring out what they what they want to do and they have like this leverage now to kind of maybe make some changes mm -hmm. but uh yeah it's like everybody's talking about the great resignation but a lot of people are, are so puzzled by it mm -hmm. it's uh so there's all these job openings but it's not like people are just going and hanging out and not working. It's like, what? where are people? Right. Why are there all these jobs? Mm -hmm. And uh, so we're just going to try to talk about that a little bit today and see how that relates to uh, Wu students. Yeah. You know? uh, lots of uncertainty. Lots of uncertainty. Yeah. There's some silver linings and then there's some just uncertainty is oftentimes very uncomfortable. So. I do think out of all the different terms, I think the great reshuffle is probably the most accurate because yeah. like you said, there a lot of people are leaving their jobs, mm -hmm. but they're not, it's not like they're just quitting and saying, you know, screw this. I'm yeah. going to go home and, and think about my life, which some people obviously, you know, are doing that and always have done that. But, um, I think it's more so the case that people are leaving these jobs and they're going and taking another job. 
and they're going somewhere else and you know whether it's to a competing company or maybe they've gotten some COVID clarity and they've had some time to think about their career and what is meaningful and what you know what they ultimately want to do with their life here on earth or their working life at least um so we did a little bit of research on this and and so we we have some statistics so according to the harvard business review um people who stay in jobs are getting approximately a three percent raise uh per year so year over year their raise on average or their wages go up about three percent if they just stay at their job and they you know wait for their employer to give them a raise or maybe they go to bat for themselves and you know say they ask for a raise um but again according to the harvard business review those who leave their job and go and take another job are, are getting about a five percent increase wow. in wages that can make a big difference so three percent versus five percent yeah doesn't seem like a lot but I mean, it, it definitely is. Yeah, because every percent, it, it's exponential over the next, you know, years of your life. You right. know, it just kind of set you, sets things in motion to be uh, growing at a greater rate. So mm-hmm. so this is my favorite part of this phenomenon. The favorite oh. part of, of um, COVID, really, is that the worker and the job seeker is now getting some leverage. It used to be that you were just kind of lucky to have a job or mm-hmm. the employer kind of held all the power. But workers, you, uh, have more power in this dynamic now. Mm-hmm. Uh, suddenly, companies have more money. <laughs> they suddenly can pay better, pay a, a, maybe a, a decent wage. Like, no, restaurant workers are getting about $15 an hour. And that was that was unheard of a few mm-hmm. years ago. And um, so they have to, employers have to do it in order to stay open. So mm-hmm. in order to have people who want to stay, because it's really expensive to hire people and uh, change, you know, out the workforce. So mm-hmm. some companies, I was driving by McDonald's the other day, and they're even providing scholarships for students. Wow. I mean, they're like, please go work for us. Uh-huh. And so they're luring people in, like, uh, and so we haven't seen this before, so... Um, this is definitely one of the positive, one of the silver linings of all of this. So interesting, right? Like it's almost like collectively the workforce of America has kind of become this union in a way where they're, you know, because they're putting their foot down and saying, I'm not going to stay in this, you know, job that I'm maybe not appreciated or that I don't enjoy as much, or maybe the wages aren't as good. So we're starting to see these wages, you know, increase, like you said, even in the fast food realm and things of that and nature. You know, I know a lot of people. I mean, I, I was very fortunate throughout the pandemic, but working in higher education, you know, there were certain departments in our, our university that had to lay off a bunch of people and it really hurt morale. People didn't always know exactly what was going on. And, um, and it's really difficult to see people, your coworkers mm-hmm. being let go. And so yeah. there, that's just one example of how things were difficult, but it's been a really tough year for a lot of people. Mm-hmm. So, and some employers have been really compassionate and flexible throughout this. Others, not so. Maybe this was not their 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 um, most graceful time. So, mm-hmm. um, so there's a reason people maybe are really taking this opportunity to leave and do something. Yeah, and I think you know, kind of to the note of you know, you were talking about how expensive it is for companies to hire and and retain talent and and 
what you're starting to see is, you know, I guess, you know, we talk about how does this impact students and maybe, you know, as a student, you're looking at what types of you know, industries or what types of careers are expanding and growing or are going to need to hire more individuals. And one of those I look at is, you know, human resources. Yep. And, you know, there's a lot of companies that maybe went without a human resources professional for a long time. And now they're struggling to find people and they're, you know, or, you know, or retain people for that matter. And now they're having to invest money or they're thinking, you know, maybe we need to put more resources into our people. Yeah. And so the HR field, you know, as a result is, is growing. And also on that note, like, you know, in terms of recruiters or talent acquisition managers, yeah. as people say, but those types of careers are, are, you know, ones that are going to be highly in demand yeah. in the future. Absolutely. Or I guess now I should say. Um, but yeah, I mean, this is the, this is the, the podcast where we talk about, you know, designing our life and, um, what, you know, asking the questions of what do these things mean for students and, you know, soon to be recent graduates who are, um, you know, hopefully going to be designing their life and, and taking these next steps. Um, but I think it's, it's important for, for students to realize and understand that, um, you know, as I like to say, the, the fruit is ripe for the picking. Um, in other words, there are a lot of jobs and internships and, you know, different forms of experiential learning out there. Um, but it's really, you know, like we kind of talked about, there's a reshuffle, there's there's demand, but there's it's still competitive out there. And so it's up to students and, you know, to find those opportunities and, and make those connections with people. Yeah, um, And a lot of people, I think, took the opportunity to retire maybe a little bit early um, so there's even more openings just because of that. You know? mm -hmm. So for students who are about to graduate, um, I think there's going to be a lot of opportunity coming up. And of course, over the last couple of years, internships were tough. You know, mm -hmm. there weren't weren't a lot of opportunities. So yeah. um, as far as we can tell, that is definitely coming back. People are uh, working more in person. You know, we're getting better at this whole pandemic thing. So we're mm -hmm. in person in a lot of uh, places. And people are hiring interns again, so that's that's kind of exciting. Mm -hmm. um, but yeah, there's a lot of different reasons that there's just more. There are more openings where people are leaving, or some are literally leaving the workforce early because they right. finally can. Yeah, yeah. It was interesting in my class. Um, so the students in my internship class, they're mm -hmm. um, part of one of their assignments is to do a uh, informational interview and connect with a professional and and have a conversation with them. Yeah. And um, one of the one of the students asked, um, you know, is it okay if our, am I allowed to interview somebody that's retired? Yeah. And I thought about that. And I said, I, you know, I hadn't I hadn't actually thought about that as an option. But I said, sure. And in my head, I'm thinking, yeah, the, there might be a really young, like recently retired person that retired for, you know, reasons connected to the pandemic and yeah. all those things. And I just thought that was really interesting. Yeah. I hadn't really thought about, you know. And people still have a lot of knowledge and connections, even though they're mm -hmm. retired. So as long as they haven't been retired for like 20 years or something, you know, right. where, where a lot of things may have changed. <laughs> you don't but. want to talk to somebody who's totally disconnected <laughs> from the professional world. But um, yeah, especially a lot of people that have had long-term careers, like mm -hmm. whether it's in law or in business, like they typically maintain relationships yeah. after they retired. Yeah. It's not like they just 100% walk away and... <laughs> right, right. Yeah. That's right. 
Yeah. But I think, yeah, if, I mean, going back to, you know, what does it mean for, for college students? Mm -hmm. And um, I think, you know, we talk about how, you know, the worker is sort of in the driver's seat now and really has the power, you know, like, you know, kind of relating it to housing where, you know, they say it's a seller's market right now, where if you're trying to sell your house, you're, you've got the power basically. Mm -hmm. Um, And, you know, sort of similar to, you know, the workforce and that if you're the worker and you've got really good skills, you're really, you know, in a lot, I guess more so now than ever, you're in the driver's seat versus before. Some leverage. Yeah. Whether you want to stay and get a promotion or uh, maybe ask for a raise um, or to jump into another job and and, uh, ask for more money and Mm -hmm. pursue something a little bit sort of a next level for you. I wonder if, you know, for students, though, it it may, even though, you know, they're kind of more so in the driver's seat, Mm -hmm. it still may not really feel that way, right? Right. If you're still, you know, kind of starting out in your career, you're, you know, you're trying to figure out what pathway you want to take. Yeah. um, You're still looking for that experience. And that's, I think, a big part of it. It makes, you know, gives you more power just in any setting or in any economy is the more experience you have, um, the more, you know, leverage in that sense of, Another thing I, I just noticed the other day, so speaking of an occupation that's kind of growing like crazy, you know, since we're all shopping online now and retail has moved online so much, I was talking with a uh, uh, head um, HR person at Columbia, um, mm-hmm. Columbia Sportswear. Okay. Yeah. And she said, in, like, in this month, they have to hire 100 people for their IT department. Wow. I mean, it just has to happen so quick. And, you know. In the month. In the month. I mean, they just need it now. They need it yesterday. And um, uh, so it's just one of those things. Maybe you don't have to have huge amount of uh, programming skills and things like that. You know, if you you have a little bit of experience or kind of techie, there might be opportunities like that that you hadn't even thought about. Like, but that's one of those sectors that's growing along with like restaurant industry and hospitality that's kind of coming back mm-hmm. um, a lot of the way we do business right now like warehousing logistics uh online shopping and things like that have just everything is so digital ballooned. yeah yeah speaking so, of digital i mean yeah. the work from home oh my god i mean concept too is like yeah. you know i i think yeah i can't even imagine you know what it'd be like to to be a student and and to not have that a professional experience and then have to go and potentially be faced with, you know, in a work from home situation for your first real professional opportunity. Oh. And, oh, yeah. You know, God bless these students and they're so <laughs> tech savvy and, you know, they're really, you know, they've, a lot of them have really adjusted and, you know, sort of rolled with the punches as they say with, you know, doing their schooling from home. But, um, you know, most I would say, I, I haven't, I don't know if you've talked to any students no. that have, you know, really, said, hey, oh, yeah, I really like doing my classes from home. It's, like, more so. Not so much the classes, but I've been meeting with students who are graduating or maybe are recently graduated, and mm. they're kind of really actively looking right now. And there have been a couple that have said, I'm specifically looking for remote work. Mm. Yeah. They really love the flexibility. Yeah. Um, maybe they have young kids, and they just want to, be there. They know that daycare and schooling right now is um, very iffy. You know, mm-hmm. things can close down at a moment's notice, or your kids could, you know, get 
COVID and have to be home for a while. And, and so, and a lot of people who just really love working from home or being in yeah. their home. Mm-hmm. Um, so uh, I've, I've definitely um, come across that. Uh, people are looking, they're feeling like working from home gives them a little bit more of a balance in their life, even though some people say, you know, it kind of removes those boundaries that I kind of need for my work. But for some people, it gives them that balance. Mm-hmm. Uh, uh, they just have more time with their family and, and a little bit of flexibility to do the things they need to do. Uh, and also it cuts down on that remote, the, the um, commute, mm-hmm. you know, for a lot of people driving a half an hour in traffic and all that is, it takes a lot of time. It's the worst. It's the worst. And <laughs> Nobody <laughs> likes to commute. And then, you know, I can just say for myself, like they think my wardrobe has changed a little bit during this pandemic, but like people are saying, I don't, I don't want to do uncomfortable shoes anymore. I don't, no more dry cleaning. Like, you know, just, um, I, I, I can put on something nice above the waist, but that's, you know, that's as far as I want to go. But, um, so. we got to save the, the dress for success topic for another day. <laughs> yeah. Right. Right. Yeah. It's hard to do that on a podcast, you know, to describe clothes. It is. <laughs> we can do a video cast maybe one day. Yeah, but so that's kind of like a little bit that COVID clarity too. Like, you know, um, I kind of know what I value. I know what's important right. to me. I Work has been really weird and for a lot of people, not that great. Mm-hmm. So they've minimized the importance of work. Yeah. You know? I, like I'm not going to have it control my life as much or right. I'm not going to just uh, let it just, you know, decide everything for me. I'm doing things first that I want to do and then I'll work, work into it mm-hmm. in a way. Amen. Uh, and kind yeah. of referencing back to our first podcast about, you know, New Year's resolutions and a lot of people's resolutions being focused on wellness and health. Yes. And so, you know, now that we, you know, we're combining that with the great resignation and with this newfound power of the, you know, the worker and that yeah. leverage that they have, they can focus on more of these things yeah, and be able to say, hey, I really want a job where I can be comfortable and I can still be productive, yeah. and get all my work done. And I think people have found that they were productive at work. Some people maybe say they're not as much, but I think overall productivity has been fairly high yeah. during, during the work from home or shutdown or whatever it was called, mm-hmm. uh, lockdown. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But... Um, but then there's obviously some groups that have struggled a lot during the pandemic. You know, women, especially mothers of young kids, oh, yeah. have really uh, had a very difficult time. Um, you know, schools have been closing down and uh, schooling from home and things like that. So that's definitely very, very difficult. Um, but maybe this new movement of working from home, having flexibility, being kind of having some power in the dynamic is going to help them in the future and so that's my hope that um i mean it's very hard to tell the long-term effects of any of this you Mm -hmm. know who knows what will happen in in a year or two when we start looking back on all of this but Mm. i hope it'll stay that uh the worker feels empowered and that they people feel like they have the right to ask themselves what what's important to me what do i need yeah and, uh, and and to expect employers to treat us like human beings, you know, with, yeah. with lives. Yeah. Um, so as much as it's been difficult for a lot of people, um, 
nobody wants COVID, you know, to be around. <laughs> I'm hoping that this this one thing has been a silver lining for all of us. Amen. I think that's a good place to end it okay. on this one. Great. So thanks for joining us once again. We'll talk to you next time. Thank you. See you later. Thank you.